Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, January 18th, 5.40 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures up two and a quarter at 6.87 and a half. March soybeans up eight at 15.47 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat up six at 7.57 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat up eight and a half at 8.64 and a quarter. March spring wheat down three quarters of a cent at 9.15 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Ratings and reviews are always welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Drop me a comment. All of that stuff will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I did my first uh, 2023 acreage video. Talked about uh, the acreage battle, which I think is is beginning or ongoing, uh, corn and soybeans in particular. I talked about everything from the corn soybean ratio to the farm budgets. I've, I'm seeing some of the um, uh, other items that will influence acreage decisions if you guys are interested in this sort of stuff sign up today 50 bucks a month cancel it anytime no other fee no other obligation nobody will try to sell you anything else i promise spot month corn and soybean futures rallied to fresh multi-month highs yesterday your nearby march 23 corn contract rallied to its highest level since mid-november the march 23 soybean contract traded its highest level since mid-june just overnight so that's a seven month high in the march soybean contract The markets were able to shrug off yesterday a wetter Argentina weather forecast, a poor crush report from NOPA. The buying was consistent and mostly orderly uh, throughout the last couple hours of yesterday's session. There's a couple things going on here. I think traders are maybe a little bit skeptical that forthcoming rains in Argentina will help help crop potential. Uh, We'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, Maybe we're still reacting to last week's bullish USDA report. Uh, Maybe there's some export business on the horizon, but I don't see one specific headline out there as a cause uh, for the rally. Uh, This is interesting. The Bloomberg Commodity Index has rallied sharply during the last two weeks. Since January 6th, we've seen a rally of almost 6% in that particular index. And the Bloomberg Commodity Index or the Goldman Index, whichever one you track, you know, they track a basket of commodities, which includes energies and metals and grains and livestock and softs. So there's some new money, uh, the way it appears, coming into the commodity markets. So maybe yesterday's rally has nothing to do with corn and soybeans specifically. Maybe it has more to do with just general overall. Uh, commodity strength, but that should be noted that uh, commodities have been uh, rallying sharply as a sector uh, really since January 6th when that bottom was posted. Now, Argentina's forecast is still wet. The vast majority of corn and soybean country will see at least an inch of rain in total over the next 10 days. A lot of areas will see better amounts. Uh, The extended GFS run this morning suggests some additional rain during the first few days of February. Heat still remains an issue. Temperatures slated to run generally above normal on average during the next couple of weeks. So I don't think that uh, yesterday's rally 
at all had anything to do with a, a weather shift in Argentina. I mean, if I, if anything, the forecast looks improved and a little bit better in regard to crop prospects. Russia's Vladimir Putin says that the country must maintain stable food reserves. Uh, Putin said this, we must, of course, allow this sector to work to make a profit so that they can invest in the result of the 2023 harvest in processing and animal husbandry. We cannot allow everything to be dragged abroad despite all the restrictions on logis logistics and freight on insurance. Nevertheless, it'll all fly out. It already is. That's why we absolutely need stable reserves. Um, there's no clear indication here that Russia is seeking to limit grain exports to any extent. Uh, Russia has, of course, cut gas supplies to what they call unfriendly countries. Um, this is if there's a perception that Russia is going to limit exports to any degree, it's a big deal. Russia is the world's top wheat exporter. Um, if there's even a perception out there that exports would be limited, that would be a friendly item in regard to wheat and, and really for the entire grain complex. I don't think we're there yet, but this is something to pay attention to. U.S. soybean crush activity in December was below expectations. The National Oilseed Processors Association, or NOPA, released December crush data yesterday. NOPA members crushed 177.5 million bushels of soybeans in December. That was uh, below, well below pre-report expectations. Uh, that number was down 1% versus November and down almost 5% versus the same month last year. I think weather had something to do with this. You had some nasty weather during the month the month of December. Around the holidays, we had uh, those snowstorms, um, like blizzard conditions. I think that that may have hindered crush activity, transportation. Um, crush margins are excellent, so the margins aren't the problem here. You're going to need to see some really strong crush the remainder of the marketing year if you're going to hit USDA's target. And that's certainly possible given strong crush margins. But uh, not a great looking crush report yesterday. U.S. corn shipments improved a little bit last week. USDA reported that uh, 775,000 metric tons of corn were inspected for export in the week ending January 12th. Uh, that was almost double the prior week, up 93% on the week, but still down 37% from the same week last year. Um, so the pace of sales and shipments in corn, it's still a problem. Um, accumulated U.S. corn shipments for the current marketing year are 30% behind the same period last year. Sales are down 47% versus the same period last year. USDA did cut its corn export projection last week, although I think a lot of people believe that further cuts will be required. Some analysts uh, believe it could be another 100 million, 200 million bushels, depending on uh, what happens here the next several months. Soybean shipments were actually good uh, last week. They were up versus both last week and the same week last year. Uh, USDA revised its soybean export projection lower last week, and I don't know if that was justified or not. Uh, wheat shipments, again, generally soft. USDA reported some flash sales of corn and soybeans yesterday. Columbia bought about 6 million bushels of corn for delivery during the current marketing year. Unknown destinations bought 4 million bushels of soybeans. Uh, these are small sales. They did not have anything to do with yesterday's rally, in my opinion. Crude oil trades some fresh multi-week highs this morning. The nearby March 23 WTI contract trades above 82, or was trading above 82 as I checked, uh, for the first time since December 5th. General hope here is that Chinese demand will rebound amid this grand reopening. The International Energy Agency projects a supply surplus in the first quarter, but then tightening later in the year. They're projecting average demand to hit a record level in 2023. Again, to go back to that uh, Bloomberg Commodity Index chart, commodities as a whole, as a sector, acting well here. And I think that maybe that's that has something to do uh, with the strength in the grain markets here uh, yesterday and into this morning. 
cattle market was lower yesterday. Feeder cattle were sharply lower. Probably had something to do with the sharp rally in the corn market. Uh, U.S. dollars a little lower this morning. Stock market's marginally higher. Uh, bonds are up. Gold's up seven bucks. Crude oil up a dollar fifty-seven in the uh, Feb WTI eighty-one seventy-five last trade. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you guys on Thursday.